viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Justin's had a Slurpee. We don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 246, recorded on September the 5th, 2019. And on tonight's episode, we discussed everything that happened in that lovely Nintendo Direct. So, Jesse, will you cue that sweet music, please? folks what is going on welcome to episode 246 my name is justin masson joined by three of the coolest guys on the internet to discuss all the nerdy nintendo news you need to know of course joining me across the pond waking up bright and early at 4 a.m mr gary gray gary how are you today buddy cold cold, <laughs> cold. yeah very cold it's, uh, the temperature's been dropping here it's not being the sunniest glorious place that like everybody knows england for its sunshine and dry days um so yeah it's been pretty nippy pretty nippy okay yeah yeah well well i uh, i appreciate you uh getting up here getting early on the morning cracking on to uh, to do this got a nice jumper you look ready you look you look very you look very distinguished today sir it's a nice jumper though it's a nice jumper speaking <laughs> of man who's always distinguished but also our most fabulous nintendo dad's community manager this man, the man so close to Canadian border, he's almost got maple syrup in his blood. Ladies and gentlemen, the man from Minnesota, <laughs> Mr. Timothy Alv. Tim, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great here in Minnesota. It's kind of chilly here, too, <laughs> for Minnesota. For which, Minnesota. Yes, which uh, lots of people think I'm from, but, you know, I'll just go with it. Sure. At this point, it's probably just easier for you to move. It, probably yes, relocate I, just to... Just to I'm, make it going. I'm waiting for the mega dad to invite me over, you know. Right. Stuff, stuff. <laughs> you could probably live in the you could probably live in their basement, right? Eat the Cheetos that John leaves lives in, or leaves in the couch, and I think that'd be fantastic. That'd be awesome. Speaking of a man who never leaves a Cheeto in the couch because they're always in his wonderful sexy beard. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mr. Jesse Waldack. <laughs> Jesse buddy, my soundboard master, how are you today? Uh pretty good. I wish it was chilly here. We were almost at ninety degrees. Ooh. <laughs> That is a that is a warm day. That is a yes. warm day for your for your course, lovely city. Again, I did grow up in Minnesota, and ninety degrees in September is unheard of because by, normally by mid September we have snow. Sure, <laughs> we don't in Kansas. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> first, that's enough, right? First snow is usually actually pretty close to Christmas. Yeah. Right on. Excellent. Well, guys, we're going to jump into it. Speaking of speaking of being incredibly hot here, for those of you that are on the. Uh, live stream watching us on youtube i i just realized i'm looking at the camera i'm showing a lot of chest hair today and i am white <laughs> and pale like it's getting a little it's getting a little hot in here a little sexy a little bit sexy time you know what i'm saying you know, it's tough to say uh ladies and gentlemen we're gonna jump right into it as gary mentioned we have got a lot of news to unpack from today's or sorry this week's nintendo direct plus nintendo put out the weirdest promotional trailer i have ever seen in the five years that we've been doing this as weird commentaries. <laughs> so we're going to break down all of that for you today. But of course, but of course, we need to start off with some housekeeping. Ladies and gentlemen, this this is only made possible by who? Tim, who, Tim, who makes this possible? 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're happy to announce <laughs> our new sponsorship with 7-Eleven, where you can procure, purchase Slurpees, taquitos, and uh, nachos with cheese sauce that will make you feel very ill. Uh, true story. I had both of those things, all of those things, actually, before this podcast. If you see me running away very quickly, you'll know that the taquitos finally hit my stomach. That's why I'm uh, here. Lady, backup. 
That's exactly it. It is backup <laughs> in case I need to uh, back it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but ladies and gentlemen, of course, we are brought to us by the amazing folks over at Patreon.com. And guys, big thank you to... Oh, no, he froze up. So and there, see, that's why I'm here to back him up. See, he's already... <laughs> so since he forgot to, cute, let me, to tell me to play the music, let me do this first. Okay. I was hoping that'd be enough time for him to come back, but it didn't. Nope. You fools! My sexiness was too much for the internet. Your chest hairs broke it. We've, we've left <laughs> Canadian, Justin. We've left. Uh, we we didn't carry on. We waited for you, so I, you can do the, you can do the whole spiel again if you want. <laughs> I where did where did we where do we lose where did we lose me the Patreon. Okay, uh, Patreon folk, we love Talk you. About the Patreons. We love you very much, Patreons. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for keeping the lights on. Uh, thank you for everything you do. We greatly appreciate everything you do for us. So thank you. Again, this is brought to you by Patreon.com. Uh, backslash Nintendo Deads, if you want to support as well. We appreciate that. So, guys, let's jump right into this. Well, we lost Gary. <laughs> oh, for frick's sakes. All right. We're going to try getting we're, coffee. We're going to just drop into this. Uh, the guys, the Nintendo Direct happened. Let's do a quick kind of round the table, whatever, and think. Jesse, let's go to you. How did this land with you? Um, overall, I think it was one of the better directs. You know, just like always, there's some things I didn't care about and some things I'm looking forward to. But, uh, you know, I think it had a little bit more excitement than it's the average Nintendo Direct. And the the, the people that were excited about what they saw were more excited than normal, if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah, ab- absolutely right. We're gonna kind of we're gonna come back to it and break down kind of maybe with the ones that the the games that maybe you're most excited about as well. Tim, how do you think this landed for you? I think it was very well balanced and uh, just not not too overly hyped, not too underwhelming, I guess, or overwhelming either way. So yeah, I think it was I think it was well balanced. Nice. And actually, that's a great comment you made there, the, the overhype, right? This the, the hype cycle for this was less than 24 hours. Um, I was anticipating this direct happening next week, the week of the 12th, or, or um, and, and it occurred. So I thought that was a great, a very small hype cycle, um, but I thought it was it was really fantastic and, and well done as well. Um, Gary, you with us? Is he jumping in and out still? I think he's, like he's muted. Yeah, it looks like yeah. he's muted and yeah. camera off, so. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I I will say I I was I was pleasantly surprised by this direct. Um, I think, like I said before, I thought Nintendo had a lot of uh, runway to, to kind of uh, uncover what what happened or what they had in their in their uh, hands. They did a great job doing that. Um, I thought the pacing was pretty stellar, minus a few areas that I think it dipped. But I mean, it was forty minutes longer than the E three presentation, and I was counting and I did a live reaction. I mean, we were three minutes into it. And I think we had three different. Um, three different games right off the hop, right? So I think they did a fantastic job with the delivery and the pacing as well. Uh, Gary, how did this land with you? Um, I think it was a fairly decent direct, but this is probably one of the first directs where I haven't ha- haven't wanted to buy anything new off it. Okay. So as far as the uh, new reveals, um, they're all pretty good things, but I just wasn't really so interested in any of them, uh, which is something I've actually heard quite a lot through the internet, was people saying it's the... As all I'll put it, it's the most okay of the Nintendo of the Nintendo Directs. <laughs> sure, um, I liked how you worded that. Yeah, I, I 
I kind of agree with that and disagree because I think it was actually pretty good. It's just it wasn't really one for me. Which yeah, is fine. And th- yeah, and that's okay. I, I would say that the one thing I thought I thought from this there's, there was a little bit of a smattering of you know this game may not be for you, but just wait three minutes and we're going to show you one that may be. Right, like I definitely felt like it was a very very wide breadth of options at, in games here as well. So we're not going to run down the entire direct for every single uh, every single game that was in there. Uh, but we, I do want to highlight some, some some things and kind of see how it lands everyone. Uh, for those of you that are watching us on YouTube uh, slash Nintendo Dads and we're in the ch- chat right now, let us know what your uh, favorite moment was or favorite game or what you're looking forward from the Direct. So we'll kind of kick it off. Now, again, <clears throat> I'm going to just kind of uh, make this statement, not because it is the, the thing that I think we need to talk immediately about. But, of course, they let out the gate with um, with – Overwatch coming to the Nintendo Switch, which we talked about last week. Uh, I was very excited for this. How do you guys feel about Overwatch? Is anyone excited to be playing this? I'm excited. I, I, I think this is Zach's game. Yeah, I think this has always been the game. I, I tried to get Zach on the show, actually, to have a chat about it. It was unavailable. <laughs> but I think this was always the game that like Zach was like, Overwatch is coming to Switch. Um, yes. so, so I thought, I thought this was a, this was a banger to start off, right? This was the first thing they led with. I'm, I'm excited to play it reasonably priced too. Canadian. It's 49.99. I think in the USD it's 39.99. There is no physical version. It is a 13 gig download, but you also get, I think three months free of Nintendo online. Um, so I know I'm excited for that and we'll be picking that one up. As I well. thought I heard on yeah. Twitter, but I don't know. I didn't see any confirmation that it might be sold uh, in a box, but just a code in box, not a cart. Yeah, thing. yeah. I think uh, I Tim. I think you found that right. Yes. Yeah. The box, the image they have says it's a digital download only. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, um, this is exciting. Go ahead. I Gary. think I think this is probably one of the better new new re- new releases that they've come out with. Uh, I'm not so fussed about it, but um, it it it's one of those games that everybody's wanted for so long that it's it's. I think we've almost peer pressured them into releasing it, uh, and probably the worst kept secret since uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, right? Sure, yeah, like it, that. That, yeah, and that's and that's exactly it. like, man, would that have just not been a fantastic moment uh, this week had we not had that Switch case leak? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so, like that would have been, and I think that's a little bit of the story. I think of this direct in some ways is like it's it's a leaky boat that Nintendo needs to kind of put some 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 putty around, right? Because I think we had the wind um, taken out of ourselves for some other um, announcements that we're going to talk about later as well, obviously. But I think some of those big aha moments, those big ones that kind of like the internet really has a chat about would have been, would have been nice if they had not been leaked earlier. So we'll talk about that later as well. Yeah. Uh, next game here that obviously caught my attention, guys, Luigi's Mansion 3 is looking great. Uh, I am, I am hyped for this. And they introduced that new Scream Park with two to eight players who can play on one switch at a time. That's awesome. I, I think this, this like, yeah, this looks awesome. Tim, you're excited for this. I'm de- it's definitely one of those games that my family and I are going to love playing together. So, yeah. and it's one actually that I think looks like, and I hope is more fun than super Mario party. Cause that kind that part, that game's kind of died off for yeah. me and my family. So, yeah, it looks like a good series of mini games. Uh, yeah. Gary, how are you feeling about this one? Um, I really like uh, Luigi's Mansion One and Two. 
Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. I think the multiplayer modes that they've added look really good. Let's just hope the Switch Online stuff works better than some of the other games. But um, locally, it looks brilliant. I mean, there's not too many games that do eight-player locally, so it's mm-hmm. nice to see that. Really nice to see that. That yeah. is cool. Yeah, that'll be very cool. Um, after that, and again, we're I do have my running order notes here. Uh, it's Kirby, Super Kirby Clash, free to start, class-based gameplay. This was originally over on the 3DS, wasn't it? It was, what was it called there? Yeah, there was something very similar. They basically took the same game and made a sequel to that, which is, yeah. which I like to call 2D Kirby Monster Hunter. <laughs> nice. Uh, these nice. are actually really fun games, by the way. You, just because it's Kirby, you shouldn't sleep, sleep on these. You should at least download it, at least try it. Like, give it a chance, because they are quite fun, especially with kids. Yeah. So uh, I've, I've downloaded it ready. I'll, I can't wait to get stuck in and try it. And we'll have a video up on YouTube of, uh, of what it's like to play this sort of game with a kid. Yeah, and and that is, that is exactly it, Gary. I think it's a good opportunity to lead in there. Right? I think a game like this, and, and Luigi's Mansion, as we mentioned before, are great family games already, right? You know that content's clean. You know it's going to be easy. And then obviously, of course, with, with Super Kirby Clash, it being free to play or free to start, I should say, um, and usually has a great, you know, it, it's they're accessible and yet challenging where it needs to be. So I'd say uh, I'd say that's a good one. So obviously, guys, watch for Gary's content on that as well. Uh, Erica, well, I'm sure we'll be testing that out. It'll be an adorable video. So excited for that one. A uh, couple other other games we're going to quickly just walk past here as well. Trials of Mana and Return of Oberdeen was announced. Return of Oberdeen I'd heard about before, and there was some hype about it. Um, I didn't really click that in until actually I watched the video back later. Have you guys anyone played Return of Oberdeen before? No, I have not. No, no, okay. no, mate. Never know. A lot of a lot of information I got recently was that like you should play it no matter what you should play it. So I was like, okay. okay. Uh, Trials of Mana. This feels like a Jesse game. Jesse, you excited for this? I was initially until I tried playing tr- the Trials of Mana from the Mana Collection, and it really didn't click with me. And so okay. I'm probably going to end up passing on this one because okay. I'm gonna. Right. I don't want to necessarily have an HD version of a game that doesn't click with me. <laughs> that's fair. That's that's a hundred percent fair. I can appreciate that. Right. All right. Um. So next thing we happen is I joined. There we go. Feel better now. All right. The next one that happened was uh, Little Town Hero. Now we known this as uh, Town earlier. Now this is from Game Freak. Um. Their kind of latest introduction. This. I'll say this with a release date of October sixteenth. This came up a lot quicker than I thought it was coming. I thought this was going to be a 2020 game. Um, it looks interesting. Music we by... first saw it last year's E3. Um, 2020, I think, would have been surprisingly late. But the, also the fact that it went radio silent for 18 months doesn't yeah. help things. <laughs> yeah, and, the, and then pops up. Now, interestingly enough, music is being done by Toby Fox. You'll see later that Toby Fox continues to make a uh, an appearance in this content as well. Anyone excited to pick this one up? Any Catcher's Fancy? I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah? Did you pre-purchase it already? I have not, but I probably will when I get paid in the next week yeah. or two. Yeah. And this this game's looking like a much smaller game than I thought it was going to be. It looks mm-hmm. like a, it's got to be an eShop download, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if we've had any information on that, but it doesn't look like a full retail game. So yeah, it's, so it's, it's like 25 bucks. Yeah. Uh, I... I don't know how I feel about this because I'm kind of interested and I do want to play it, but at the same time, it, it really looks thin. It looks very, very oh, thin. 
Well, I, I, after Dragon Quest, I am going to want a thin RPG. <laughs> yeah, you do. You really are. You could do. And, the and in fact, if you really want a thin RPG, you know, I, I talked about it a few weeks ago. Uh, Ever Dark Ever Dark Tower. I literally played through it in like five hours, twice. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> if, you, if you're looking for a small RPG, then Child of Light is really good as well. That's very small, short. But yeah, a little town hero. I just, I think it looks really cool. Um, I just really want to see how much meat's in this game because it does look very thin, like I said. And uh, the screenshots and videos that we've seen are all in the exact same place, so it, it, yeah, it kind of doesn't look like it's got too much there. But it, it kind of reminds me of a game on the Wii, which was um, My Life as King, the Final Fantasy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks quite a bit like that. So, I and even though that was only set in one little kingdom, I I got very addicted to that game. So this could be one to look out for. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the next next you know, and again we were only five minutes into this thing. The next thing we moved over is actually Super Smash Brothers, where Banjo Kazooie was revealed as being released today or that day, September fourth, uh, right after the the. Um, the director is fantastic, and then a video is to follow with Sakurai, who went over the move sets and uh, and told more about Banjo. That was that was that was amazing. I didn't think it was going to be that early or that quick. I thought they were going to have some more uh, lead time on that, but they did a great job. Have you guys downloaded it and anyone played as Banjo yet? No, I don't have the Fighters Pass. It's something oh, I've no. been looking at. I was waiting for Banjo to be released, so oh, okay. I was prepared to buy it a bit later on in the year. I was yeah. very surprised it was released so fast. Also, Sakurai telling everybody to get an Xbox. That was weird. That was <laughs> yeah, funny. Right? I'm sure I'm sure like Xbox all of a sudden was trending in uh, Japan all of a sudden thanks to Sakurai. Yeah. But I'm sure that was part of probably some oh. of the agreement there, right? Like yeah. when Sakurai does a him. session. Yeah. When, and, Sakurai, and when Sakurai does a session, he's got to mention Xbox. I kind of feel that that was... Uh, subliminally telling us like yeah you know you know rare replay is not coming banjo's not coming just 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 yeah. be happy with banjo and kazooie and smash <laughs> yeah 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 that would have been a great opportunity to kind of do like a, a rare replay drop but i i, I don't think that wins you know we've, we've got a lot from microsoft over the last little bit right yeah. when you think of you know between cuphead and you know super lucky's tale coming out soon and minecraft and ori and and obviously now this like if there's you know let's beggars can't be pickers pickers and choosers right so uh, mm-hmm. yeah that was great I've I've had an opportunity to play as banjo I played a little bit today uh, I had about forty five minutes um, and it's really nice I've been actually playing the DLC character trials they have associated with them specifically um, and it's been it's been really cool I gotta get I was just playing handheld I gotta get used to the buttons but he plays really well I think he may be one of my new favorites Tim. That's awesome. <laughs> What is up, Tim? Welcome back, um, Tim. You, 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 I was so, I was so upset. I almost fell asleep. Um, Tim, did you uh, play any Smash with Banjo, or or did you get him? I did. I got him, but I haven't played him yet. So. Okay. All right. My, son, well, my you... son's my son's downloaded them, and his roommate likes him so much he's going to try to main him. Wow. Yeah. I, I, he's, I like him. I like him a lot, actually. And I can't wait to, for when the Amiibo is actually released. Now, after this, they actually transitioned over to revealing who the next character was. And this was, again, we talked a little bit about those leaks before. Uh, this was from SNK and Terry from Fatal, uh, Fatal Fury is DLC number four, which will be coming in November 2019. Um, I think this is just another great example of, of them choosing a character, a third party character, right? One that's not part of Nintendo stable. Um, and I thought it was very interesting that they that they that they chose uh, chose them as well. I don't have much of a connection with the Fatal Fury um, franchise. Anyone else have it? 
Um, no, I play. I played a couple, but it's it's one of those things that like uh, it might not be the character for you, but it's definitely pleasing to a lot of people out there. Um, yeah. I think he's quite a nice inclusion, even if it's somebody that personally I wouldn't have had in. Yeah, uh, and I think that's the beauty of Smash Brothers is you never really quite know what's coming around the corner. So, I mean, even though fans wanted Banjo Kazooie, I, I, you, you heard me on this show. I was totally saying that it's never going to happen in a million years, and it did. So, yeah. I characters like this, I, I think they actually kind of make mm. the game more because you might be no, surprised. Just like no one thought, good. no one thought Joker would make it in, and yeah, so it, yeah, pretty much exactly. nothing is not on the table anymore. Yeah, and which which I think actually kind of leads very interestingly up to the, to the next point, which was obviously obviously Terry is character number four. There will be a fifth one that will be done before the end of February 2020. That's part of the pack agreement. But then Sakurai and and team continue to say, by the way, we we're actually doing another pack. There are well, more characters coming yeah, out. I don't think it'll be a second pack. It'll just be in, in the, sold separately outside of Fighters Pass. Sure. Yeah. They, yeah. These are definitely new ones. They're not including the current fighters place. If you purchased it, I. I mean, it's tough to say. I wouldn't be shocked. Like if they have a, if they have enough, they may bundle it as another pack. Uh, It'll be they, interesting. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not possible. They just that wasn't that wasn't, wasn't the, the announcement. That's not how yeah. they worded it. But again, yeah, it, it it can happen. They just specified anything after number five will not be into fighters pass. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm cool. excited about that too because. Uh, maybe some of our predictions that didn't come true yet may come true in that additional versions. <laughs> yeah, Micro Steve. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> We've got that that fifth slot is open. It'll be interesting to see kind of. And I th- I think that you know that fifth one's going to be the doozy, right? Because as I recall, like the final one for Smash on the Wii U, I think was was it Cloud? Like it was kind of one of those ones that you were like. How did they do that? How did they get that? Um, no, I think you know, that, it was Bayonetta. I, I was going to say, or it was Bayonetta. One of those uh, I can find out because I, I still have that list of Smash characters in the order they were released. There you I go. It was both of those guys. Could I be. It was Could like be. Bayonetta and Cloud. Yeah. But, so my recommendation is jumping to play some Smash Ultimate. Uh, it's got me back in for sure. Uh, we did some coverage of Link's Awakening. Guys, this is coming out in two weeks. Uh, okay. I'm excited to play this as well. Yep. This looks adorable. Officially, Bayonetta is the last one. It goes Cloud, Corin, Bayonetta. Yep. Nintendo then did a great job reminding us that Dragon Quest XI-S Echoes of an uh, Elusive Age is coming up very soon. And then we transition over to a game that I think, well, Jesse, I'd like to... See, before we go there, I did want to, the, to touch on something they talked about in Link's Awakening. Mm. Uh, we talked about in E3, about the, the Dungeon Maker, and people were wondering, can you share dungeons? And yeah. the answer was, it does not look like it. Yeah. You can through Amiibo. Yeah. So you can save save the dungeon data in an Amiibo and then tap it on someone else's Switch. Yeah, absolutely. Or local. So there's still a question of will they allow it online? Mm-hmm. It yeah. doesn't sound like it'll be online. I think it's through Amiibo, right. Amiibo only. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh... I want to talk to you, Jesse, specifically to you. How are how are, how are how are you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, are you as, as are a lead you up, well? I am well. As, as a lead up to this earlier, uh, the Bitblock says if you don't like Japanese anime type games or third party ports from three years ago, this direct wasn't great. So here's okay, one of both. Hold, hold on, for, <laughs> hold on for that. Completely agreed. Yeah, Bitblock, shut it. All right, that's enough out of you because you got your five minutes of Animal Crossing. 
videos. All right, so you can just simmer. I want to hear all about fight uh, Tokyo Mirage Session Sharp Fe Encore for for Jesse. So Jesse, <laughs> the floor is yours, sir. Yeah, I, I always said if they remake this, I would be still on the fence because I don't know if I want to play it through another, you know, play through the entire game again. But I think I'm going to want to buy this because I never did finish it. And there's additional content in here that wasn't in the Wii U game. Right. And yeah. uh, additional characters that were formerly unplayable, including Tiki, are can be now be playable. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, for those of you who do not realize, it was a Wii U game originally, obviously didn't sell great. So we're seeing more and more of these kind of popular games that were on the Wii U ported yeah. over. No, it shot. was like the nichest of niche games on a niche system. It sure was. I'm sure, I'd like. I'm sure the sales run number on that is wicked low. Yeah. When, they, when, they, um, when they first talked about having a Shimigami Tensei cross Fire Emblem game, I was thinking if they have Fire Emblem type of gameplay with SMT characters, I probably wouldn't like it. But it was SMT gameplay with Fire Emblem characters, and I was all over that. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. the, I almost I got to the end dungeon, but something hung me up on it. I never, I never finished it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying this again. Yeah, it should, and that was a January 2020 release, which I think is great because January 17. So it's got January a 17, 2020. Yeah, exactly. So it's got a little bit of room in there as well. I'm going to quickly just list off some other things to make us aware of, and then stop at some of the big ones here. Uh, Deadly Premonitions uh, Two: Blessing the Skies and the or- uh, Deadly Premonitions Origins were announced. Uh, Divine Original Origins Sin. Origins landed yesterday. Yeah, Origins Land yesterday. Uh, Doom 64 was announced, coming out in late November, so that's interesting. So this is a classic from Nintendo 64. The same day uh, as Doom Eternal. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Rogue Company uh, was discussed as well, um, or sorry, showing off. More to come on that, I'm sure. Uh, we moved over to, to Pokemon Sword and Shield, which we knew was going to get some information. Um, four big features, customizing an avatar, Pokemon Camp, Curry on Rice... <laughs> and the curry decks and the curry decks that was quite the thing right there and then some new pokemon announced as well for my resident uh my resident uk individual i'm gonna go i'm gonna throw it over the pond gary curry on rice this is up your up your folks alley isn't it yeah i mean it's it's you get up first thing in the morning you're like kids what do you want before you go to school it's breakfast time gee dad i want curry on rice please and then you get your other kid come in, Dad, I finished my curry on rice. Can I have some more, please? And then <laughs> dinner time rolls around, and everyone's like, what, what do you want? Oh, I've had some sausages. What should we do with the sausages? Curry on rice, yeah? Curry on rice, everyone? Kids? Kids, curry on rice? <laughs> yeah, you pull out your curry on rice Pokedex. I mean, if, uh, uh, I don't know where to start with this one. Four so- things about Pokemon, right? Four things they said about Pokemon, and curry on rice is one of them. Yeah, I just don't know how I feel about this, guys. I'm being being completely true. I wasn't sold on Pokemon, and I'm still not sold on Pokemon. But curry on rice was. So is it? Is is this a UK thing, or what is? is No, I mean, or is this? I guess I don't know. Don't get me wrong. We love a good curry, but oh yeah, good curry. Oh, because Japan will put anything on rice. Yeah, we're we're gonna have a little bit of like a a little bit of like honest Euro boys chat. Couple pints, two o'clock in the morning, chip, cheese, and curry. You know what I'm saying? Like that is a that is a delicacy 
on getting some soakage into you. Let me tell you, that was that was class over in Ireland. Is but, that the I mean, equivalent of poutine in Canada? Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's so good, <laughs> so good. I, I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on Pokemon. Um, yeah, I, I was hoping that this direct would do it for me. Um, it's actually probably made it worse because of the Korean rice thing. Because now it's like, oh, they've got a Breath of the Wild uh, cooking mechanic, except they couldn't be bothered to do the graphics, so they've just put Korean rice in. Is <laughs> 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 the way. I, honestly, that's the way I feel about it. Uh, yeah. But the game is looking a lot uh, more polished than the last the, time we've seen it. I've got to give it its fair shake, and uh, it's really cool for everyone who's have, excited about it. They, so. they have to model all that curry. They don't have time to do all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. People, Tim, are, Tim, people are asking about Tim, the, uh, the the national curry decks. Yeah, Tim, how are you feeling about Pokemon? <laughs> uh, I think I'm actually with Gary on this one. It's nothing's. It looks it looks amazing. I'm excited that it's coming to the Switch. It's just nothing's pushing me to be like this is the one I want to get. Yeah, you know. So I I don't know. It's it's cool, and I, maybe there's something else there that I haven't seen yet that. Will make it, make me get it, but I don't know about day one. Maybe later. I'm sure one of my kids will probably want to get it. I yep. think both my kids actually want it. They one wants sword, one wants shield. So I'll just kind of watch them play it. Yeah, that's fair. That is absolutely fair. Yeah, there's uh, nothing here that screams exciting to me. It's just another iteration of Pokemon, but I'm still getting it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. all my son. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we'll, we'll all probably end up getting it, and we'll all end yeah. up playing it, and like, do you know what I mean? And and just to be part of that conversation, right? I know I've already got Pokemon Shield uh, pre-ordered, so uh, I've, I've made my decision, folks. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's let's jump into. The, uh, the, I think that, actually, the, Justin. Yeah. Before you jump into the next thing, I wanted to go back and mention something about the original Sin Two that I thought should be talked about more. I don't, sure. know, I don't know if yeah. it's just me. But I thought this was really cool that they have cloud saves that are cross compatible with Steam. I don't know about anybody else, but that to me is exciting. I think this is the know? first time they've ever had that a PC switch right. save state compatibility. Yeah, I mean, the potential for that to me is huge, and I don't, I'm surprised nobody else is really talking about that much. Yeah. So, so how, so what, what's your thoughts on that, Tim? Like, why is it such a big deal and why should, why should we be talking more about it? Because for me, I think there's potential of you playing a PC game with, on higher res uh, settings, but then when you're ready to go play the game on the go, you can have the save states on your Switch and continue to play it, say, uh, you know, when you go on a trip. And then when you come back home and you want to, you know, go back to playing on your higher res computer uh, with your higher res settings, you can go ahead and play that game on your computer. Mm-hmm. That's where I see the potential of that going potentially. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure yeah, how they're. Gonna, gonna, I'm not sure how they're going to implement this. I don't know if you have to log into your Steam account on your Switch as a possibility. Uh, you, you know, and you're you're 100 right, both of you. Like, I think it's something that that's probably getting glossed over, but is an absolute huge, huge deal for for that as well. So, uh, was this a game that either of you are interested in, or just a general the the mechanics behind it? Just the mechanics for me. Yeah, just yeah. the just that mechanic, just the, sure. the capability there. <laughs> yeah, and if you're if you're a fan of Original Sin and we'll be getting it, we'd love to hear your experience about how that cross save actually ends up working as well. All right, moving on to our kind of our, our, our kind of our, I 
I think the big topic here in a lot of ways, and, and kind of, again, we talked about the, the, the leaks that occurred, probably the worst kept secret. Um, Super Nintendo games are now on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so it's great. Actually, like as of a couple hours ago, the update went through. If you are a Nintendo Switch online uh, member that you've paid for, you have access to these games right now. So you can go download that for free. It takes like a minute and it updates an app, gives you another icon, just like the original uh, Nintendo uh, uh, icon. And it's there for you. So that's awesome. um, we'll do a, I'm going to do a quick rundown of these games and I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Uh, Brawl Brothers, Breath of Fire, Demon's Crest, F-Zero, Joe and Mac 2, Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Dream Land 3, uh, A Link to the Past, Pilot Wing, Star Fox, Stunt Race FX, uh, Super EDF, uh, Earth Defense Force, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid, Super Poyo 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 Tetris, never before in release in North America, by the way, right. Super Tetris, and, sorry, my apologies, Super Tennis and Super Soccer. Hoo-wee! Guys, Gary, what do you think of this uh, this drop? We finally got F Zero on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay, no, it's not, stop whining about it. <laughs> it's not it's not exactly what I wanted, and uh, it's great that these games have got the online play. I wish F Zero had multiplayer now, but it doesn't, yeah. so we still can't play that multiplayer. But uh, I think yeah, this is a it, it wasn't a very well kept secret. It's great that these games are there. I didn't really play the NES games much, and I, I don't think I'll really be playing the Super NES games that much because they own the majority of what I like somewhere else. But there was a few yeah. games like the Stunt Race FX, which which uh, in, intriguing. They're piquing my interest a little bit. And uh, Puyo, I mean, come on, it's just amazing. Like we we, we all want to play that, right? I mean, Puyo's like a Touchy's Ninety Nine killer. Yeah, I know. It's 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 going to bring down the whole franchise. Yeah, like I, I honestly, what I really want right now for Switch Online is Puyo Puyo ninety nine. Ah, I would do it, right? I yeah. would do it, son, all over that. Uh Tim, what about you? How's this list landing? Are you excited about SNES games? You jump back in, or are you just like, hey, it's another icon? I'm so excited that we got SNES games on our Switches uh, because this was my system that I bought with my own money when I was a kid, which also meant I only had like a handful of games. And one of the games that, because I could only afford, because I bought my own games, a certain handful of games, I missed out on Super Metroid. Mm. So, and I've never got around to completing it or playing it, even with having what? with the Super Nintendo Classic, I never got around to playing it. With uh. downloading it on the Virtual Console, I never got around to finishing it. So I'm now hoping that I'll be able to get around to completing it this time around. So... So I, I, I want like I want a I want a Tim's journal, Tim's vlog journal of his experience through Super Metroid, because that is <laughs> that is absolute class. Yeah, um, I, I can't wait for Yeah. So that's good. So you're excited, though. You're you're pumped. I'm super pumped for this. I'm so happy we yes. got it here. Yep, absolutely. Jesse, anything in this list for you? Um, not particularly. Yeah. I, you know, I understand that a lot of people are looking forward to Super Nintendo games. But, you know, for me, you know, I was still, I was an adult when Super Nintendo came out. So, you know, I, I was, I, I, I played most of the games that I've already wanted to play. And plus being able to play pretty much anything I wanted in the, over the last almost 30 years through emulation. So nothing here is screams, you must play this now on the Switch. Yeah. Just, you know, so I don't know. I'm kind of, you know, aging out of, of, what was retro? Because retro 
20 years ago. I don't know. But sure. So I'm sure I did try to play Breath of Fire and it's, uh, that's the game I've never played. And the, the menus confused me as soon as I pushed start. So I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like the, it had me map functions to buttons without telling me what these things are going to do. Okay. So I'm like, I, I don't get it, but you know, I might, I might, I might go to back to that. And I might try like pilot wings. I remember liking that, but I never could figure out the jetpack. And <laughs> Poyo, said, yeah. I've yeah. got my fill of Poyo Poyo from Poyo Poyo Tetris, so I'm probably not even going to touch that one. So I might yeah. try a few of these. That's fair. I I like the fact that not all these are the big are the big bangers that you'd expect, right? So you've got something like Brawl Brothers, right? It's like I don't I what I've never heard of that game before. Uh, so that's that's interesting. Well, yeah, it gives uh, us room to get some of the more bangers out of there later instead of just yeah. doing it all at once and then repeating its garbage later. Yeah, and I thought the drop of 20 to start off with was great, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how much they're going to be adding. And will they also continue to add NES games as well? Like, Should we be expecting mid-October, by the way, here are your two NES games, here are your three SNES games, right? Are we starting to see that platform roll out more as well? Uh, I am expecting... Sorry, I am expecting, because uh, uh, Earthbound hasn't been released, I am expecting Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings to come out at the same time, because, um, as you guys might know, we didn't get Earthbound Beginnings until the Wii U era, so it might actually drop as an original NES game at some point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah that's possible. I also wonder, I also wonder are we going to see SNES SP games also? Right, that was part of kind of the NES um, methodology, right? You'd have two games and an SP. So I wonder if we're going to see an SP here as well. Of course, Rewind Function will be available at launch also. Uh, another thing to mention, um, SNES controllers are available. If you are a Nintendo Switch Online individual, you have the ability to purchase those. They charge with a USB-C as opposed to the railing Joy-Con methodology that was used for the original NES. Uh, shipments will begin on September 18th, 2019. There is a limit of four controllers per um, Nintendo account in North America. It looks like there is a li limit of one in the uh, European regions. Um, and I think, uh, was there anything else we had here? That's, that's just uh, as a disclaimer, that's because ours is outrageously sexy and all the North Americans are like, oh, I want those sweet, sweet colored buttons. Yeah, yeah it is It is quite nice. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, I, I, we got a question from Twitter that I'm going to throw in because it kind of connects to this. Mikey Burgett asks, interesting that today the NES Nintendo Switch Online got an update to version 4.0. Do you know if there's any what's if there's anything to do with that? Um, Jesse, you did some research and, and probably on the back of actually Game Explains information, but can you kind of tell us maybe what has happened in the 4.0 update or at least kind of what the theory is? Yeah, uh, well, it was... What originally hinted to what might have been changed was a tweet by Andre saying that in the Super Nintendo NES uh, uh, NSO games, there is a setting for you to disable the little bar on the bottom that tells you what ZL and ZR does to t remove it from the HUD. So when I, I updated my NES game to 4.0 and looked around, and it has the same setting now. So I think that's the only difference between what the pre between the previous version and what 4.0 is. So there are is no new games for NES, just the ability to remove the button hints from the HUD. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Okay. Uh, speaking of being a Nintendo Switch Online player and fun things, Tetris 99 gets a new mode, uh, Tetris 99 Invictus, which is only available for those who've actually placed first in the normal mode. Any of us here placed first in Tetris 99 yet? I have. Shut your mouth, Gary Gray. You put your hand down. I don't believe you. Yeah. I believe <laughs> Timothy. I believe I believe Tim probably did. I believe he would. He looks like a Tetris champion. Okay, I'm going to put the smack down now. Down now. If there's a way that me and you can play Tetris online together, we're doing it. And we're streaming it for the entire world to see because I want to see you cry, Justin. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to bring it. We're going to have to figure out how you can do that because I don't know if using Tetris 99 you can play anyone else online. I think I think one of the, uh, the, the NES or Super NES versions, if they're out, has got it. So we'll, 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 see, if, we'll see if we can do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim, uh, are you playing Tetris 99 still? I haven't played it in a while. No. Yeah. yeah. No. I I jumped in for the skins. I got like the Splatoons. I you know, actually I'm going to be really honest with you guys. You want to have just like a quiet moment. I just I need to I need to confess something here guys. Um I I didn't I didn't get I didn't I didn't get the skins. I <gasps> I I had my wife play on my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart for 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 both for both the Splatoon skin and the Fire Emblem. I I just said, could you, could you play on my account? And she did, nice. and she and she got them. So here we go. So that's 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 you know honesty moment with Justin. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was bummed but, I missed out on the Game Boy one. So I, I yeah, I know. So <laughs> just stop playing it. <laughs> so was I. I was like a son of a gun. But if you you like themes, you can go back and earn themes. There are daily missions now with the Tetris 99 update that allows you to, when you clear missions, earn tickets, and tickets you can then spend on new themes. New themes are approximately 15 tickets, and as a start, you get 10 tickets to start off with. Uh, so you only need to complete, like, one daily mission every single day, or, and but there's got, they got four There are four daily, four daily missions a day. Yeah. Two of them seem to be locked behind the actual DLC package where you have to either either have the DLC content um, to be able to use them. But like today I, you know, played a played a match where I got past, you know, number 40. Uh, I was one of 40 people re- remaining and, and I got a ticket. So, you know, it, it's probably enough to have you jump back in and play in. Um, anything else with touches 99 guys? Okay. Uh, um, a couple of things let's, let's do. Quick yeah, they, walk they, through here. Well, they 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 added the wave two of paid DLC, the two player share battle mode, and then a local yep. arena for more. And those are two to eight, two or eight player modes. The two player mode is done on one switch. The eight player mode needs eight switches if you were to do eight players. And then they're all then they use CPUs to fill in the gaps. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there was a bunch of other montages. Essentially, a lot of games are coming. You guys can definitely make sure that you check that out um, to see everything that's coming. I do want to kind of pull a couple of really quick things to the attention before we move on to get off the direct. Um, Animal Crossing got a five-minute video trailer. Um, who's pumped for Animal Crossing? I get stuck it in. I buy Animal Crossing every time it's out, and I always uh, basically get fed up of it really fast and stop playing it. And I'm completely suckered in by this one, so I'm buying it again. <laughs> like, <laughs> At least you thing, recognize. The one thing I've really wanted from Animal Crossing for a very long time has been crafting. Like, Pocket Camp introduced like some light crafting elements, and I've always thought that this is the way that Animal Crossing should go, and it should always you should be able to do more on the outside world, and that's exactly what they've added into this. Now all it needs is some robust sort of online play with voice chat, which 
isn't going to happen, let's face it, because, I mean, no Nintendo games really have voice chat unless it's through the phone. But um, everything they've added so far is what I've wanted from Animal Crossing. Um, the only other thing now is to put some, like, gauges for, like, toilets and rest like The Sims, and then it's perfect. But yeah. uh, I, I, I'm sucking into this. And it's multiplayer again. I'm going to play it with Erica, so... Yeah, and did I not see it was also, like, eight-player online also? Yeah. Was eight-player local online? Yeah, I, I imagine yeah. that would be the same as New Leaf, where think, you, you go into someone's town and you can just all walk around th- that one th- time. I think it's four local online with one Switch, but it's eight online. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fantastic. Tim, how are you feeling about this? Are you excited for Animal Crossing? Uh, my whole family is excited for this one. Uh, and actually, my wife, uh, she try, plays it. She kind of plays it down, but she totally wants this too. So, <laughs> And this will probably mm. get her... Uh, uh, since it's close to her birthday next year, I'll probably be getting her a light. Hopefully, a uh, special edition Switch light for Animal Crossing when that comes out. So, oh wow, that's you know what you're right, Tim. If there's gonna be a, that's that would be man, would that be a perfect marketing opportunity? Hey, yes, yep. So she's looking forward to that, and I've already told. I mean, it's not gonna be a surprise. I told her. I said if there's gonna be a Animal Crossing Switch light version, you're getting that one, or even if it's the full blown you know, OG version, you know, I would still get to her that. So, right. Definitely. I was, I was, I was very concerned that you were like ruining a birthday surprise here is like a, a Tim exclusive on Nintendo dads ruining a birthday surprise. <laughs> nope, she so knows. she knows. Okay. Well, if if okay, her wife's like, like my wife, she doesn't listen to the show. So <laughs> <laughs> what? So that's, spoil that's spoil away. Yes, exactly. So, I, I will tell you actually kind of funny, funny, quick story on that. So uh, my daughters, we got them um, Amazon uh, dots, um, echo dots or whatever it is, those little ones for the yeah. room to play music off of. And of course they're all like synced on the same accounts. And so you can't have dual streaming, like um, them both listening to music off of the program at the same time. So my youngest daughter listens to our podcast to put her to sleep. So before she goes to bed, she'll, she'll, honest to God, she'll be like, Alexa, can you play the latest episode of Nintendo Dads? And it will turn on and then she'll, and so I'm like walking past her room and I'm hearing like Marty and, and Jesse and myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is such a problem, such a problem. So now she's, so now she's going to listen to me talking about her listening. So hi, Morgan. Go, Good to, night, go Morgan. to sleep. Okay. Good night. Go to sleep. Uh, all right. So uh, it would just and as, as we round off from Animal Crossing, I know so many people are excited about Animal Crossing. Uh, I watched the trailer. I've never played Animal Crossing other than Happy Home Design. I don't know if this is for me, but I'm going to get it because I think my kids are going to love it. So, yep, yep. I'm like a dragon says and thanks for activating my Alexa. Yeah, sorry. My bad. I actually have one in my <laughs> office too. I'm like, I bet you it's waiting for me to say something to it right now. Um, the final final video that or final clip that we're going to end this on for for here before we, we talk about a couple things then we're going to jump what we're playing is um, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition coming to the Nintendo Switch. Did anyone here play play it before? Me, I tried to I, twice and th- didn't get very far. Yeah. So what, what did you guys think of it? What happened with me is I brought it because it, it was out in Europe before North America and it was one of those games where like they were making a fuss about it here. It was English voice acted. Uh, which which is very cringy at times. Uh, it's got to be said, and uh, that's an understatement. Yeah, it's very <laughs> cringy, uh, and and so you know they had limited edition versions with red classic pro controllers, all that sort of stuff. So I got it, and I could not get into it at all. 
I tried for years and years to get into it. It came out on the Nintendo on the Nintendo Wii U's eShop as a Wii download, so you could play it on the tablet, and uh, it carried on your save file. So altogether, it took me, I think, around seven years to get around to finally completing it. And I can honestly say I don't think I enjoyed anything other than the ending. <laughs> so uh, for me, Xenoblade One is tough to digest. It's it, it's not a bad game. It's just really tough to digest. And I hope that they put all the little quality of life improvements they're putting the new ones in because Xenoblade 2 runs night and day over the original one. So let's just hope that they've done some of those fixes and brought it up to scratch with the rest of the Xenoblade series. It's really good. It's really cool that people are getting this. Like, I'm no, no complaints about that. It's just for me personally, it was just a little bit tough to digest. So, Jesse, was you the same then? Did you find the battle system a bit confusing and stuff like I did? And... Well, I understood the battle system because my problem was, I was I, when that was new, I was sick of MMOs, and mm. the battle system is MMO-like. Very, yeah, uh, which is kind of weird, right? Because you've got like, a massively multiplayer online system with one person playing on a system. Right. Well, and th- this is like the first game of many that have done that. Even like Final Fantasy yeah. fifteen does the same stupid thing now. And, you know, I tried playing the that and just the, the tutorial pissed me off, literally. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd, I, I'd prefer a turn-based RPG, not going to lie. Um, there, was, there was moments in Xenoblade where I liked the battle system for the most part. The problem was when it relied on all three members of your team. You in working in unison, and uh, yeah, you have to have those chain combo things. Like, yeah, I I couldn't get the, them to do in in the things in the order that I needed them to do it, and so yeah. it made boss fights. The few, the one or two boss fights that I was in. Yeah, there was really one difficult. boss fight where you you had to have all three members of your party alive, and you had to do a chain attack in order to do any damage to him. The single most infuriating boss fight that I've played in a very long time. Um, so I know that Justin said that this is going to be one of the last things that we were going to talk about, but um, there is a few games which we skimmed past, which I'm actually excited for if I can find them. I don't know about you guys if there's anything missing, but there uh, were a few for me too that I was excited for. One new one that jumped out to me because I'm a race car fan or a racing game fan is the Grid Autosport. Yeah. So I, that one looked pretty impressive. I don't know if that was actual gameplay footage for for it uh, for the Switch, but looks good. And so I'm learning. Uh, I'm excited about learning more about that one. Uh, as as far as some of the other games that are kind of like I guess remakes or definitive editions or whatever, uh, that would be. I'm actually looking forward to the Assassin's Creed uh, bundle. I'm looking forward to that. The Jedi Knight, uh, Jedi Outcast game. Looking forward to that. And the Doom 64. I'm actually looking forward to that because I didn't get to play that. Yeah, it was quite a big thing having the guys from Bethesda there only to announce like a port of uh, Doom 64. But I mean, it is a big deal when we don't get games for this long and they've never been out on another system. So I think people are um, underplaying the importance of that. I actually think it's quite an important thing. Uh, I agree. For me, but- for me personally, The Witcher 3 is is like the game that I will be all over, rolling around with until the end of next year. Uh, Dauntless, has, Dauntless has my attention. Dauntless. Yeah, yeah, that, that looks interesting. Uh, yeah, and for me as well, the Assassin's Creed. Like, did you guys play Black Flag? 
I have it. I think I've only played like ten minutes of it. It's such a great game. Like, it, it, I, I wonder if they're still going to do the mobile um, pairing because uh, Black Flag could pair with your mobile and you could play a mini game while you're on the move. And uh, cool. I hope that they've still got all that in because I really love Black Flag. And when Rogue came out, I really wanted to play it, but it wasn't on the Wii U. So it's great that we're going to finally get that as well. Uh, and, you know, I hope they eventually pour all the Assassin's Creed over because it's a series that I actually really like, even though I've only played mm-hmm. three and four. So I would like to play pretty much all of them. So he's nice. hoping that. A- anything else for you, Jesse? Uh, well, one thing I, I was wondering that was curious of why he jumped over. <laughs> Probably because he didn't want to say the words. But uh, the, they, they did introduce two new Pokemon. And I think, well, one of them I think is horrible, but the other one I think has great mechanics. You know, they, there's a, the new one though I'm scared about is called Poltegeist. It's a, it's a ghost type. It's where it's like haunted black tea in, inside a broken kettle. <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. It's got, I love it. I love it's it. Got, it's got the ability weak armor, but I haven't heard any information yet about what exactly that, that is. The one I think it is funny, it's a flying water type bird called Cramorant that has the ability Gulp Missile. So the way yes. this works is if if Cramorant does surf or dive, it finishes the move with a bird in his mouth. Then if he is attacked with a bird in his mouth, he'll spit it out at the opponent as a counter. Yep, and just to warn you guys, stay off Reddit because it's going to get very dark very fast with the after dark jokes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with yeah. That. oh yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, Justin, was there anything else that was? Uh, that was... No, I think I think those I think those were those were kind of the big ones that we we covered in it. So yeah, um, overall I thought it was good direct. Uh, a lot of things for Nintendo fans to be excited about, uh, and a lot of good content out there that keep us busy um for for the next several months uh although i do you know as we kind of change tones out of the nintendo direct there was one thing i do want to draw people's attention to nintendo today released the weirdest 90 minute trailer for night sorry yeah 90 second trailer (laughs) for fitness fitness activity something going on they with the statement that on september 12th find out more it essentially looks like Switch Fit or Switch Fitness, like a Wii Fit edition. They show no gameplay. They just see a lot of people around the world using these weird bands and Joy-Cons doing some exercises with, again, September 20 or September 12th. It's kind of a, a learn more of this date. Nintendo looks like it's being weird and being wacky again, which is kind of cool. Uh, excited to see what happens there, but, uh, but stay tuned but for that. Will it be Labo VR compatible? Right, of course it will be right. You can put you know uh, cardboard on us as well. I think that's brilliant. Uh, so guys, uh, if you haven't checked out the video, it's on our Facebook page as well. I think Ooh. this is a brilliant on Nintendo's side to kind of see if they can reach out to those you know casual gamers again and bring them back in and buying a Switch and to do do these Wii type activities to say, hey, if you had a Wii back in the day. Check this out. You can do oh. some of the same stuff. <laughs> I've got to say, though, it, it really worries me about Nintendo's messaging at the minute and exactly what the Switch is because this is co- this, this trailer is dropping as the Switch Lite is coming out and you need additional Joy-Cons for this also. Oh, you know, it's getting kind of... 
you gotta, you gotta have the right words and verbiage yeah. and marketing for it, right? I so. feel really sorry for their marketing team right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was like it a th- something you strap on your thigh that has uh, a Joy-Con in it, and then some circular band that has a Joy-Con in it that can then be stretched and pulled and rotated. It definitely feels like the marketing's getting muddied, right? Yeah. And I think, I think in this generation, what Nintendo needs is clear marketing clear strategy which the switch was right you knew exactly what that was uh for the last several years and i think that as you know you're calling it the switch mini or the switch light right switch light which light well it's, well it's not really switching right that was the that was the point of the switch like that was the that was kind of the the hook that made it different right um so i think you're you you may start muddling your branding which is what nintendo cannot do right now um in the position they are not necessarily in a bad position but just they're, they're they're winning the market, right? They're doing incredibly well, um, so they, they have to be cautious of that positioning. But I'm yeah. just I'm just giving my perspective, right? I don't know. It's kind of strange that the you know the shift in Nintendo's attitude when back in the day they were like we're not going to release Famicom Wars for the North American market because we just don't think they'd understand it. But here's a switch that does a switch that can use Joy Cons but can't use this on this and then it doesn't do this and you know all that sort of stuff. Here's a 3DS that doesn't exp- display 3D and here's yeah it, it's really <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you, they won't understand Famicom Wars but they'll understand this this train wreck that's coming for them right now. Well, this is why they need to have stores like GameStop or Game or anything like that or uh, Electronics Boutique, to, I guess, just depending on where you live, where you have those dedicated stores with the dedicated workers who are hopefully understanding of this stuff when they when parents or people go into the store. And <laughs> that's that's a big hope lately. Yeah, I, I mean, a little, little bit awkward for uh, for our friend Mr. Gary Gray there, isn't it? No game stores mentioned. No game stores. No certain game stores at all mentioned. But the the staff in those sometimes they don't understand anything. They go there from school. They don't know a thing about about games at all. And you say yeah. to them, "When's the next Zelda out? I, I think it hits Xbox next week." So then it needs to be more something like Best Buy then where for us and Best Buy where they actually train their employees to if they're going to sell or be in an area that sells a certain product, they're trained on that product. So So now I've done a bit of uh, battering for companies. I think we probably better move on from this subject. Yeah. Uh, today's 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 show is not sponsored by uh, Electronic Boutique a, a, a game a game store. store. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. So let's jump into a quick round of what have you been playing? We're gonna do a quick round on the horn. Uh, a minute or less, what have you been playing and what's your hot take on it? Uh, uh, hold on a second. Let me think here. Gary, you and I have been playing the same thing, I think. Tim, have you been playing Astral Chain? No. Tim, you have the floor, sir. Okay. <laughs> so um, I've been playing Fire Emblem. I'm... Probably not as far as some people have gotten, because uh, I know we have some people on our Patreon who have already beaten the game, obviously, and are probably already on the second or even third story. Um, I'm still like I'm on part one still, chapter three, which is in the month of, I guess, the equivalent of June. Uh, I forget the name of that month, but 
that's the where the battle is to seize the castle of uh Caspard. Um so but I'm I'm enjoying my time with it and I'm enjoying my time to take my time with it because I'm taking my time when I'm in the monastery and the battles to me are I'm having more fun with it than I thought I would because uh, I've kind of stayed away from Fire Emblem games uh, because of the strategy behind it. But I'm kind of approaching this like a chess game where I'm taking my time with it, kind of, you know, you know, thinking about my move before I make it because I do have it on normal uh, classic or whatever it is, you know, where I have permadeath. So I'm trying to make sure I make the right choices when I when I do the battles. Uh, I had a fir- my first major battle with the the thieves, uh, my first battle with thieves, I guess, with the students. So I was able to survive that with no deaths, uh, and it was a lot of fun being strategic about it. And now I'm getting ready to do this next battle. And I think the biggest thing that scares me about this game is the amount of options you have, especially when you're in the monastery. And going in, what you can do, what you can do with the students, what you can train them on, what you can change their training on, their goals, changing their goals, or making sure you don't miss on them talking to each other or doing a, a, I forget what it's called, but doing kind of like a chore together. It's great stories. It's great uh, cutscenes to watch. Like the last one I saw was with uh, Dimitri and another guy. Uh, who was kind of timid around Dimitri because he was the king and just kind of like saying he didn't want Dimitri to do anything for him because he felt weird about it, about having someone royal, some royalty, you know, do something for him, like buy him candies or something. He just felt weird about it. So it was, it was kind of funny banter about that. But again, it's, it's the part of going through the monastery. I'm, I'm kind of going through looking for the things that are around the, the grounds. I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing anything especially when building character development. And actually recently to today, actually I was listening to the Nintendo power podcast, mm-hmm. you know, Nintendo's show. They had a fire emblem special show where they talked about things like things they wish they knew before they started the game, which was kind of helpful for me because I'm still kind of, you know, only in chapter three. So, um, but yeah, um, I'm having a lot of fun with that. And I hopefully I'll be able to talk to Gary and Marty about, you know, our next, where we're at, maybe by, by the next, uh, before the time jump, sure. uh, but where we're at with that. And then my next game, I'll be, I just got the code today and that's for creature in the well. So hopefully I'll be able to get some video play of that, um, to be able to check it out with, with everybody who watches the Nintendo dads. So nice. Yeah. Very excited to, uh, to hear from creature in the well for you, Tim. So let's keep our, keep tuned in for that. That game officially drops actually tomorrow. So that is great. Jesse, one minute. What have you been playing? Okay. So uh, I, I finished Agent A, A Puzzle in Disguise. I talked a little bit about it last week after playing Chapter 1. It's a five-chapter game. I'm kind of proud of myself. I got to Chapter 5 without needing any walkthroughs. But I think the last chapter is written, not written as good as the others, and I ended up needing it for some a few Puzzles that I'm like, how am I supposed to know how to do this on my own? But I ended up finishing it. It was a funny story. The if you like uh, puzzle room type of games, you know, have a look at it. Uh, I uh, 
I play, I picked up Tetris 99 again to try to see how much effort it takes to get the tickets to get the additional themes. And yeah, so they get four tasks a day. I was able to do the three of them. I think one involved doing a T-spin or something. I'm like, I've done two in over 150 games by accident. So I don't think I know how to do that on purpose. So, so you start with 10 tickets. So I have 13 tickets now and everything costs 15. So I'll be able to buy the next one probably tomorrow. But after that, if I play it every day, it's like buying one a week if I'm lucky. So I'm like, yeah, that's expensive. It's it's a slow grind. eh? I don't think I'm going to like the slow grind, but I I did get all three tournament themes. Nice. (laughs) I played more. I started the Dragon Quest 11 demo, got to where you're leaving the, your home city on horseback to get to the next area. So I'm maybe two hours in at most. So I haven't gotten far into that yet. I didn't want to get too far into it. So I, to the point where I end the demo and have to still wait a week or two before the real game. So I do want to kind of slow burn this one. I played more of the Pokemon masters. I think we talked about it last week a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's going to be, I think this is going to be uh, ugly grindy, but big surprise. It, it's, it's, it's a gotcha mobile game for free. So yeah, it's going to be grindy. I'm almost done with chapter seven. Though with uh, I think it was Tuesday started the event with blue, and so as a five as a five star trainer, so he has a alone has a two percent chance of being pulled. So I save normally a pull is three thousand gems if they're unpaid. As I when I had saved up three thousand gems, I did a ten pull, and I got blue. No, that's great. So okay. I, f- I figured out the probability of getting at least one blue in 10 pulls is like 16%. So nice. odds is definitely still not in my favor, but I I, w- I was lucky and he, uh, he's pretty powerful. <laughs> and then the last game I've been, I probably put more time in all week than anything else was I started up World of Warcraft Classic. <laughs> okay. That launched a week or two ago. I'm not sure exactly when. So and uh, yeah, sweet. That's a Nintendo game. Hold on, let me it's just not, download that. Real quick. Not a Nintendo game. <laughs> oh wait. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it, it's on PC. Jesse, Jesse kind of goes off chain fair, fairly often. Yeah, I, but it, it's it, it's the World of Warcraft that I remember from what little I played like twelve years ago. And it'll I'll probably it'll probably end the same way when I get to the point when I have to group and rely on every other idiot out there. Then I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Blizzard, so, Blizzard, so, hey, bring World of Warcraft to the Switch, you cowards, right? Yeah, Do it. The classic, come on. Right? It can't awesome. be that hard. Well, it can't be that the, hard. The Switch has the horsepower. I don't know if it has the RAM to hold up all, mm. to hold all, if it, if it uses the same servers. Gotcha. Because that's a lot of people mm. and NPCs to keep track of. Because sure. just like when I, when I tried to play DC online, it was kind of awful on the Switch. Of course, that was yeah. day one and it might have improved. But I haven't gone back yeah. to try. Okay, fair enough. Before you guys cool. get into your game, I have to give a shout out to one other game on a different system too, because Jesse did it. Oh, that's how we're gonna <laughs> roll on this, Tim. Hey, and that's you're getting quite bold now, aren't you? 
Knights and Bikes on the PS4. You got to try that if you have that system. Or even on a PC, I think it's out on the PC too. Not heard of this game. You are the second person today who has mentioned that game. It's good. It's very good. Yep. So check it out. Check okay, it out. Okay, uh, so that's Knights on Bikes. Knights for your and non- Bikes. Knights and Bikes for your non-Nintendo recommendation today. Yes. That's awesome. Okay, I like it. I like <laughs> it. And World of Warcraft, apparently. Uh, Mr. Gary Gray, we've, we've been playing the same game, right? No, we have not. you have not played the game? No, I, I, I actually Ooh. haven't booted my Switch up this week at all uh, for multiple reasons. It's been quite a big week for us. Uh, okay. daughter started school uh, I've been suffering from a few health issues I've been going to sleep at like half seven so okay. I've been getting back from work and passing out essentially uh, so I haven't really done that much I've got a day off today Astral Chain footage gameplay will be up later uh, well not for you guys because <laughs> it's still what Thursday there right Yep. Um, so yeah later on Friday Saturday Astral Chain footage gameplay will be up uh, I haven't booted it up yet because, I mean, to dedicate a time to a game like that, you can't play for like five, ten minutes, right? No. no. So uh, unless I get a good sit in, a good sit down and a good play, then there's no no chance. But I also um, I, I want to kind of give a shout out to some other games from some other platforms, being as everybody else has. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I know oh, no, a lot no, of indies no, on Just can't do that because you know he's been playing on that yeah. Xbox or he wants to play uh, something like an Xbox. He's been talking yeah. about that Xbox. So, so basically, Xbox Game Pass for PC, I notice there's a lot of uh, indie <laughs> games that are either just come to Switch or, or coming out on Switch, which are already on that, which is £4 a month. So I'll try Creature in the Well next week. Um, so, Tim, if you want to have a conversation about that, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. But uh, I've actually been play- I had a new mobile phone this week um, after my old one broke. Uh, so I've actually been playing a game called Hate Turtle, which is by uh, Alex, um, who I believe has been on the show before. From um, She was the community manager of Zoink. Yeah. So she, yeah. So she wrote that. Um, it's a, it's a, basically a text-based relationship game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've kind called? of really got Hate Turtle. And I actually got really sucked into that. That was yeah, it was good. It's, it's a, very interesting, a, isn't it? Yeah, it's like an emotionally driven sort of uh, all about relationship. Choose, from choose your own adventure and, kind of thing. Highs and lows, yeah. Choose your own adventure, so you pick what goes on. Uh, kind of reminded me uh, a little bit of a few uh, <laughs> relationships in the past. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> so a uh, little bit too, little bit too drawn in, I think, at times. But uh, yeah, it's really, really good. So worth checking out. It's ninety nine p. Uh, so I'm sure it's 99 cents, right, over there yeah. um, on Android and iOS. Um, worth it if you like uh, sort of the, the the bit that's missing from the console space, which is a bit of romance and a bit of drama, uh, yeah. which you kind of only get on other, you know, on mobile at the minute. Which uh, so yeah, it's always nice having a bit of drama. So check that out. Cool. All right, that's that's it. That's all for for the non Nintendo uh, show. <laughs> Uh, yep. Aren't you playing Xbox, Xbox Drive, yet? guys? Eh, Aren't you playing, playing Gears Xbox of War, yet? Gears of War 5 Coalition. Guys, it's awesome. The horde mode is amazing. Eh. <laughs> right? That's that's, that's, my, that's my impression of Xbox people. Uh, uh, if you want an impression of that, I'll, I'll let you know next week. I'm downloading right, it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are. Although, in all fairness, big shout out to uh, 
I'm, I'm busting a little bit of chop on something like a Sean Capri. Congratulations to him with his coverage he actually had recently with Coalition and Xbox. Uh, and sorry, Gears War 5. So that's pretty fantastic. I'm just busting chop. Uh, what have I been playing, guys? Ladies and gentlemen, last week I was hyped, as so many of us were, to be playing Astral Chain. I have put in about three hours. Uh, much like Gary said, it is not a game that you can only pick up for five minutes and do this, this and that. Although the game allows you the ability to do that. Save is quite frequent and, and easy to use. Uh, it is a game you really have to invest your time and, and energy into. I have been really enjoying it, really compelled by the story. Um, I'm actually traveling this weekend. Uh, I'm traveling for work. I'm heading to the Bahamas for, or sorry, not Bahamas, I apologize, Bermuda for about five days. And I've got about 16 hours of flights ahead of me. And I am excited to just sink all of my time into Astral Chain. Um, I find the story compelling, I find it very interesting. The one of the challenges I don't like about it is that like the main character, the character you're playing as does not say a word. Everything else is lovely voice acted, some well done character design, some good voiceover work. But your character does not. I mean, they emote. Right. And there there are lines they will say, but it's not vocalized in any way. Um, so it's like it's that again, it's the kind of blankless, lifeless character you play as but everyone else does such a great job of the storytelling so that's frustrating it feels like it's, it's like in fire emblem too yeah okay can we yeah. can we can we uh steal a mega dad section can we do a hot take hot take hot take <laughs> <laughs> wow we're just stealing everybody's content <laughs> okay. here we got xbox driver stealing we're stealing some mega dad stuff yeah who else can what we do you i'm rolling are you, are you oh okay. rolling I was like, are, are you is your is your setter is your sweater itchy is what's going on there no, this this is something that's driving me mental at the minute. Is the silent main character because it's okay. It's it actually worked in Breath of the Wild. They managed to make it look okay because the the the, the cutscenes were so short and snappy. In Fire Emblem, it drives me mental because it's so weird that everybody else is beautifully voice acted. They, they, the voice acting is on key. The characters are all really chatty, really conversation. They come around to your character who goes. <laughs> so for you guys watching, <laughs> it's like a really dumb nod, and yeah, uh, hand, hand it, it's kind. Of, it, it takes the 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 feeling and the the story out of the game for me. So like, it's kind of one of those things that's broken. And now you've got me worried that Astral Chain is going to do the exact same thing. Please tell me that it's not overbearingly obvious that the character looks dumb. I don't think it's overly, but you can just like again when you think of a game, think of a video game or a movie or anything. There is this suspension of disbelief, right? Yeah. It's the hook. It's the thing that you allow yourself to do. And they've created this beautiful world, this amazing tapestry. It's very compelling. This kind of Neo Tokyo kind of world. This this um, the legions are really cool. The ability to scan irises and kind of the chimeras and, and go into the other kind of dark side of it. Really compelling stuff. And even off of the hop, the intro kind of grabs you, right? And it's just really well done. And so you're going through. It's great great voice acting, great storytelling. You're, you're sucked in. You want to know more. You want to know more. But then there's just these moments of, like, your character, and it just feels like you're, you're missing it. Like, you're 95% yeah. there, and then and then it's and then it's done. But you know what, Gary? I 100p agree with you uh, for, for your uh, – for your <laughs> – assessment of that of that situation so i again astral chain i've been playing i'm super super enjoying it i have uh some difficulty occasionally when you're when you're controlling your legion 
because you're controlling both your character and the, the legion. So this is the the uh, the the ghost, the spirit, the robot, whatever you want to call it. You you do those things sometimes independently, right? I need my character to move left, but I need the legion to go right. I need to whirl around the character. At times, sometimes I have difficulty with that, kind of like the you know pat my head, rub my tummy kind of thing at the same time. That that astral chain has, and I don't know if that's because. I was playing in handheld a lot more and not so much with the actual pro controller, but I found that challenging. It may just be me me from a user experience, but I find it really cool. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying it, uh, and I know that it's, it's scored great. Uh, the music is, is really cool as well. I think this is definitely a huge hit that Platinum has in their game. I know that Gar- um, Marty mentioned last, last week, could this be game of the year? It may be for, for, for Nintendo. I definitely suspect it's going to get some high praises and high awards as well. Um, so, yeah, we'll have more, obviously, uh, coverage of Astral Change soon as well. There are some unboxings on our channel if you want to check it out. We're how do you jump save into, it, Justin? How do I save it? Yeah, how do you save your game? Is it just you save it anywhere in the middle of game oh, and then come back to it? Or is there sure. a save point? Yeah, there, there's a f- fair frequent amount of save points, like small little cutscenes that, that will automatically save. So there's an autosave. And then there is, a, when you're in the police station, there's actually like a computer you can go and find. And just do a quick save there as well. So, great question. Let's jump into our listener mail, listener reacts, that kind of stuff. You got a bumper for that, Jesse? All right. Uh, Jesse, could you do me a favor, or could someone who has the dock open... Uh, Mecha Dragon sent in uh, an email question. Can we just get that prepared? I lost the document. While we're doing that, I'm going to take another question. I have it in the notes. Do you? Okay. I'm going to uh, take a couple questions. I got a couple here on Twitter. I got a couple here on uh, our YouTube chat, and then obviously that one as well. So we're going to start with this. Uh, Quick hot takes. Shellshock Prime asks, do you guys think that that we'll get a non-Nintendo console added to the online service, such as Genesis, Turbo uh, Graphics 16, or even the arcades? Tim, hot take on this? Are nope. we getting other consoles? No. Anyone disagree? No. I think we might yeah, I, get I, I, them. Well, we've had arcades in the form of like the arcade archives. I think yeah. we may have a virtual console-like type of release for Genesis and TurboGrafx games in the future. Maybe. Yeah. But they'll be, you know, sim- similarly one-offs. But especially with, with they have Genesis Mini, TurboGrafx Mini coming out. I don't think that any of these will come as in a bundle for, for Switch. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Super Nintendad asks, and I do notice he, he did say this in the chat first. Are you guys excited for the Direct next week? I read your tweets. It'll be next week. What do you expect from the Direct? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> predicted literally the day before that it was going to be. That was on me. That was all on me. Uh, but he did have a second question, which was, do you guys think that Overwatch was the one more thing, but got moved to the front after it leaked? Um, my hot take on this, actually, uh, Super Nintendad, is no, I actually believe that Overwatch was the actual kickoff uh, game they were going to do, because it actually sets the tone and pace of, of the of the um, Direct quite well, and you could see how quickly the other games hit afterwards. They have a lot of positive momentum. Um, I think what we've seen from Nintendo in the last couple of directs is they start off with kind of a banger and end with a banger. Um, so I and, think that, that and their tail banger is usually something that's not soon. Correct. Yeah. So so, so yeah, I, I agree I that I think Overwatch was always planned on being the opener. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anyone else? 
Yeah, I think it's a marketing strategy to blind you by the lights, right? So you put mm-hmm. the the most dazzling star in the solar system first, and then let you the, you know the, some other things pass, and then you do the same at the end. So I think I think Overwatch is always going to be the opener. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, I'm going to stop actually right here because I, I was just going through the comments that there was something that we completely missed during our debrief. Damon direct. Shut your mouth. No, moving on. Uh, the addition of Sans from Undertale to Smash Brothers as a costume. We totally missed that. That was quite a big deal. Music. His own music from Toby Fox. That seemed to eat up a lot of the oxygen regarding the Nintendo Direct yeah. yesterday after that. And that was a huge deal. Um, and, and you can go and buy the costume for like 80 cents. Um, and that was pretty... I did that. I had credits and I did that. So... Uh, would, were you guys excited to see this? I know Marty was pumped. He sent some. I saw a message from him. Yep, that was uh, that and uh, uh, the announcement of version 5.0 coming out with the uh, home run derby. That was yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, I, yeah. I, I think my son's roommate is an Undertale fan, so I'll, I'll have to ask him what what he thinks about the Sans costume. Okay. Cool. I like it. Uh, Jesse, can you read that wonderful email from MechaDragon101, please? Yeah. Uh, Hello there, Nintendo Dads. I hope this email finds you well. My question for this week is the following. Recently inspired a bit by a friend of mine who's a huge Mega Man fan, I have been playing more of the Mega Man Legacy Collection, the one specifically with the NES Mega Man games. However, considering how difficult the early Mega Man games can be, I have been using save states throughout my progress in the game. I wanted to ask you if you dads if if you dads think it's fair or sacrilegious to use save states in games, especially retro ones that were made to be difficult and take up all your time. While I agree that part of the enjoyment in games is difficult, I don't have the time to play tons of hours in a game, only to lose it all from dumb luck. Hopefully all this made sense and I'm looking forward to next week's podcast. Hmm. So the so basically the question is, what are our thoughts of save states in our classic uh, classic games? Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gary, what do you think of that? Well, this is an interesting one, you see, because I've completed a couple of games without the save states, uh, like Zelda Two and and stuff like that. But um, I think the games were hard, not out of design choice. I think it's because they didn't have the army of testers. They didn't have the general public playing these mm-hmm. games. They didn't have open beers and all that sort of stuff. And I think that they went on the programmer's skills. So if they were very good at games, you're going to get a very hard game. And uh, also a few games probably were ramped up on purpose because let's face it, back then you had maybe one game a year, two games a year that you'd buy. Well, yeah, uh, there, there were... Several games that was intentionally made more difficult in North America because yeah. of the rental market, where Nintendo yeah. was able to make renting illegal in Japan, and they tried yeah. in North America and failed. So, I don't think... I mean, no, I would never do Zelda 2 or Lost Levels again without save states, because it's just, it's just too much. And uh, I've been using save states on the Mega Man series, because the, some of those levels are so stupidly difficult... That, that it's unfun if, you, if you're not using the safe state. So, um, yeah, I, I quite like the feature. I think with the, how flooded the market is with games at the minute, you can't waste your time retreading your ground on games and repeating yourself. So uh, I'm all for them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with that. I think especially, you know, I think from a parenting perspective, right? If you want to kind of share some of these games that you've enjoyed, that you grew up on, right, that are classics for you um, with your children, we want to make that as accessible as possible, right? And so I think I want to make that experience enjoyable. I want to make it fun. I want no one to have stressed out right. about it. You know, I want I want to, you know, when we think of video games, we have to think of escapism. Right. That's really what it is. It's a it's an opportunity for us to, to do something different. I think that um, if we look at it that way, then I want to encourage my children to enjoy that escapism and, and to be able to share those those games with me as well. So if, if it means like, hey, there's a save point in this game that we know is kind of tough, but but you don't have to restart over again and get frustrated and say, like, you know, what, dad, you know, hey, like, do you want to go back and play Mega Man 2? I know you died, you know, several times. We got to restart the whole level over again to be like hard pass. I don't want to do that again. When we were kids, right, when we were limited in what we could play, we had the time and the patience to fight yeah. through it. Today, the kids have many more choices. You know, they have Fortnite yeah. they can play for free. They can do, they have lots mm -hmm. of stuff they can play for free or just play on another system or on their mobile if they want. So, yeah, definitely I, I'm in favor of using save stage just to get, to get through a game that would ordinarily be if you have the choice of stopping playing it and going to something else or continue with safe states, I'd say continue with the safe states. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think, you know, it's kind of even goes back a moment ago to, to Tim, your question regarding astral chain, right? Um, I appreciate a game that, that frequently saves, right? Because I recognize, and I think as we all probably recognize as parents that we don't have as much time as we'd love to have. Right. So I've only got, I, you know, I mainly carve out, and I, you know, Gary's a great example of this week, you know, can only carve out maybe 20 minutes here and there for a game, right. To be able to drop in and drop out. So if you have an easy save system that that's frequent and that I can easily pop in and out, um, then I think it's encouraged. And I think again, the same thing with, with save states on games. Cool. Any other questions? Um, I saw this uh, Mecha Dragon asks in the chat here as well. I think it's a follow up to your commentary, Jesse. Uh, renting was illegal in Japan. Yeah, renting was illegal in Japan. Yeah, as it relates to Nintendo, by the way, Nintendo products. So just let that one sink. For those of you that that are like, wait, what? You can do a quick Google search back in the '90s, or sorry, late '80s, early '90s, when Blockbuster opened up. Uh, Nintendo actually, uh, I believe, sued them. Uh, went to court to not have their games rented. Um, and, uh, because they kind of felt like it was violating copyright in their IPs and they don't get the same amount of money for it as well. Um, they lost it, they lost it obviously. Um, but can you imagine a time where you would not be allowed to well, rent a video game? There, there's a cap, a, a part two to that. So they noticed that people were photocopying that photocopying the manuals and including That's the right. copies in the games. So the original manual wouldn't get destroyed. Nintendo that's sued right. for that and won that. So yes. that's why, it, so it was starting at a point where manuals no longer came with rented copies, making yeah. the game much more difficult. Yeah, exactly. Uh, any other questions or comments that we're missing here, folks? Just do a quick search. I think that's it. I think that's it, guys. I think that is a show. 90 minutes today, folks. 90-minute show. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. We try to keep concise and on the point. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, until we, we don't. Leave, until we don't. Uh, Jesse, who are our amazing Patreon producers that we have to thank? Chris Before Mears. you do that, though. Oh, oh, shoot. Yeah, Tim, go ahead with your stuff. 
I, I literally uh, don't have my show notes in front of me. I'm only going off <laughs> what's in my memory. Before you end the show, we do have to announce our August 2019 Patreon winner. Uh, what we do is we take uh, last month's um, Patreons um, after the first of the month and do a random drawing to see who wins. And this month's winner is Daryl Naiman. So Excellent. And what does Daryl win? A sweaty, a sweaty hug from Tim. He will yeah. show up and give you a sweaty, sweaty hug. I'll bring you a Slurpee from Canada. So. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I believe it's the um, it's a $25 gift card from us. So That's right. That's exactly account. it. That is we'll be reaching correct. out to you to let you know. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and what's what, Tim, remind me again, because I don't have the show notes. What's going on with our monthly mayhem, folks? So don't forget, we're, I think we're about eight days left of our monthly mayhem that Zach and uh, – or not Zach, Zablanc and Drew is running for us. Uh, they're doing a great job keeping tabs on everybody's scores. We've got a few days left of that or several days left of that, which is um, – what game was that again? I, I, I'm super, super One More Jump. Yeah, Super SMG One More Jump. Studios right. and uh, Primo. We yeah, gotta, and you reviewed gotta, that game actually a while ago. And I did. It was a great game. It's a lot of fun. Do you have that up on our We got a YouTube? few scores submitted this afternoon saying, with all the new games coming out, this is likely going to be my last entry. So Yes. Well, and it's then, just still pretty good, you know, considering we have several days left. But I don't know if anybody's going to be able to beat. I think, was it Drew who just submitted the last one? That was like 500-something consecutive uh, jumps. So... Um, yeah, I know. It's, I know. It's crazy. More than I more than I did. That's all I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Five hundred and thirty-four. And of course, the winner of that uh, event, when it's all said and done, also gets a gift card from us. Yes, we have the the who has whoever has the high score gets fifteen dollar gift card, and then we do a random drawing of ten dollar gift card of all the scores that were entered. Uh, you get so so so. Let me get this straight, Tim. Are you, are you right, Tim, that every single month we're giving away $50 worth of eShop gift cards? That is correct, every month. Wow, that sounds and like an amazing thing. How would someone, how would, how would, if I didn't, if I couldn't, or if I wasn't already involved or entered into this, how might I do that? You would go to our Patreon page, which is oh. patreon.com slash or Nintendo Dads, correct? So. That's correct. <laughs> and any value will do, right? A dollar is fine. That is correct. Any any value would do a dollar or more. Yep. And that will also get you extras in our Discord and so on and so forth. And then through the Discord, you can then turn to the tournaments to have access to the other possible ways to win. Absolutely. Yeah. All kinds of uh, stuff. Ab- absolutely. Some fantastic <laughs> stuff. I'd also be remiss, actually. I do want to take a quick pause here and also say something else. And Tim, I'm putting you in a little bit of a hot seat, but you have been, you've been th- catching what I've been throwing at you. For the last five minutes, so we're going to continue this. Uh, Tim, you uh, are again our amazing community manager who who helps us literally keep this this crazy train wreck on the tracks, uh, which we cannot thank you enough for. Uh, but obviously, coming up in the coming months is is a very important project that Nintendo Dads do every single year, and I think that so many of our podcaster friends do across the networks, uh, and that's obviously the Extra Life campaign. Right. Raising raising funds, playing video games for 24 hours, raising funds for Children's Miracle Networks. And Tim, you kind of, again, uh, this year, taking the quarterback lead and are leading kind of our charge in that. Can we get any kind of updates on on how that's going or how people can get involved? 
Of course. Uh, just stay tuned, of course, to our um, NintendoDads.org website. We have Extra Life link there where you can join our team already up there. We actually have through the Facebook channel as well um, information there. But the best way to go is just go NintendoDads.org. And we have a link to Extra Life right then and there. We'll be doing some events around that. Justin, you got something special planned. Um, uh, we'll have Does some it involve 24. him keeping his shirt on this time? We never know. Snow promises. Snow promises. <laughs> never know. But one thing that I've been trying to work on is actually trying to get a team together to do a uh, Splatfest um, our own Splatfest, mini Splatfest between us and the Mega Dads. So hopefully we can get that going and that'll be another event that we can have towards Extra Life throughout the 24 hours that we play on one of those days. That would be a fun Splatfest. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 think, I, I think I'll be in for that one. I think some things I think, I think it'd be really one-sided, to be honest. Oh, probably. <laughs> oh. Which means we'll lose, right? Is that because yeah. that's the way it happens if you get too many people on one side <laughs> hundo, hundo, hundo p on that one hundo p. <laughs> all, all it is is you got to have five on five so it's not like a huge flat fest you can have or not five on five it's four and four with extras on the side um just in case somebody drops or whatever you can have uh fifth players on standby um but we'll have more details on that coming up hopefully more details on our website but for sure if you want to donate or join the team go through our website nintendodads.org and we'll keep also uh mentioning it on our upcoming shows that's great excellent all right uh and I have one last thing too sorry yes, in, in yeah. regards to the discord i appreciate the acknowledgement but i actually and thankful to our Patreons and our Discord members because they they are the ones that keep it going and make it easy for me as a Discord manager because they just keep flowing with content and just talking and uh, coming up with all kinds of wonderful things to do where I don't have to do much. I don't have to keep it alive like other Discord places have to do. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah no, I, you know, and that's a great comment about the Discord. I, I love the fact that there's an area for me to very easily jump into um, and be with like-minded people who are passionate about the same thing, who are excited about directs, who are excited about games, who are excited about parenting, and just have some some real conversations. We have an amazing group of people in that in that chat, and, uh, and we're so lucky for the community that 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 follows us. There was a room great. called Sports Ball that I I shared a story of what happened this afternoon and how I acquired both a set of Chiefs tickets and a set of Royals tickets at the same Sports time. Ball. Sports ball. Sports ball. Nice. Nice. Yes. All right. So you're looking for someone to take to a Chiefs game? Maybe I'll have to make a trip to Kansas. We'll see what happens there. Hey, I already called that. I already uh, called I'm that. Son of a. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Uh, so, guys, we are going to round out the show. Guys, thanks very much. Uh, obviously, we have some amazing folks here in our uh, YouTube channel who's been com commenting. Guys, we appreciate you jumping here, watching the streams, watching our live stream that we did for the Nintendo Direct React, watching our videos on YouTube. We thank you so much for that. You guys are absolutely amazing. Um, Jesse, who do we need to thank as our producers again? Chris Mears, John Blanco, David Erdsberger, and Tim Theoff. Excellent. Uh, guys, if you want to follow us on all of the social medias, you absolutely can. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those good things. Follow us over on Twitch. Subscribe to us on Twitch. I've been doing more streaming, so you can catch our videos there as well. I'm getting a little bit better at it. 
Uh, we do have some new videos on our YouTube channel as well, including unboxings. We have some astral chain footage coming up soon. We'll have my predictions about the Nintendo Direct and then my reactions to Nintendo Direct as well that are up there. So lots of Nintendo comment up on our YouTube space as well. Uh, if you'd like to email us, feel free to at nintendodads at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail. I don't remember that phone number because I don't have the notes in front of me. 92925-ENDADS so sure or 929-256-3237. Perfect. Big thanks to Carter Johnson and Adam Leonard for their amazing artwork that uh, that helps us keep everything nice and fresh and look pretty. Um, for myself, for Jesse, for Gary, for Tim, and for all the Nintendo dads out there, thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Nintendo ads. Maple syrup mooses. Nice. <laughs>